Welcome to another dose of Deb, where it's all about revolutionizing the inner woman, changing our mindset, doing away with the negative perceptions we've been told, finally, finally dropping that baggage we've been carrying for years and embracing our power and our purpose. My name is Deb Houston, the creator and host for this amazing podcast. It is so good to be here with you today. To our first time listeners, welcome to A Dose of Deb, where it's all about revolutionizing the inner woman. And to our return listeners, welcome back. You already know that this is the place where you're going to be empowered, enlightened, and encouraged. This is where you're going to get that extra push, that extra dose that you need to get you over, through, and beyond whatever or whoever is all up in your face. I'm telling you, God continues to just do some amazing things in my life. I am so, so thankful to him. And I'm also thankful to you, our audience. Thank you for your texts, all of your emails, your shout outs of love, encouragement, your support, the letters that I continue to receive. I appreciate you all so much. As we continue our journey of self-discovery, each dose is going to get a little bit deeper and deeper as we challenge ourselves to take an introspective look at who we are and why we do what we do to check our responses and our personal passions. So let's just get down with this dose because we have a lot of ground to cover today. When I was little, my parents made a decision to place me in a school outside of the city in hopes of my receiving a better education. I remember my parents taking me to my soon to be new school and it was beautiful. The campus was unlike any other school I'd ever seen. It had rolling hills, large soccer fields, baseball diamonds. It was far from the concrete jungle in which I've become accustomed. And on top of all of that, there was this huge playground. That was it for me. I was completely sold. But what little kid wouldn't be? There was one other little girl on the playground. And this is where my parents left me while they went inside to finish and finalize some paperwork. The little girl and I, we played, jumped, laughed, climbed, hollered, and screamed to our heart's delight. I don't even think we ever introduced ourselves to one another. It wasn't even necessary. We were two kids having fun in the paradise of the playground. We had crazy fun. But our fun suddenly came to a screeching halt when the little girl's mother walked up to her daughter, looked at me, and said, It's time to go. You can't play with her. As she stared at me, her face was absent of any hint of a smile. She looked annoyed and her eyes were like lasers drilling into my skull. She was staring at me so hard that I started to look around wondering if she was actually talking to me. Now, when kids are having fun and an adult comes along to shut that down, the child is always going to protest. We weren't done with our fun. This mother had entered the sacred space of our playground paradise and she was being a killjoy. So her daughter started to plead with, with her mother, telling her that she wasn't ready to go. My parents had just completed their paperwork and they were walking towards us. And that's when the mother said, and I'll never forget it. She said, we're leaving right now. We can't be here with them. And she yanked her child by the arm and out of our playground paradise. I was completely confused. I didn't understand what had just happened. My parents reached us just as the woman completed her statement and stormed away. My father picked me up and carried me to the car and for a moment everything was quiet until I asked whoever was willing to listen, why couldn't she play with me anymore? My father tried his best to explain what I had just experienced by saying, 
Some people don't like us simply because of the color of our skin. That was my first encounter with racism. Now, some of you may be wondering and waiting for me to reveal the ethnicity of the woman and her child. Were they Asian, Indian, Hispanic, Caucasian? But what difference does it really make? Racism is racism. Whether it's being pulled out of a line for a pat down while standing in an airport security line for wearing a turban, whether you're refused the decent customer service by being followed around a store or called out of your name, but rather defined by the color of your skin. Racism is something that has been in existence as long as anyone can remember. Unfortunately, it's weaved within the fabric of our nation's history. And it's not just here, but it's crossed oceans and geographical boundaries because wherever there are human beings with an air of self-imposed superiority or prejudiced, judgmental, and preconceived perspective of another based on their race, then racism will continue to live and breed unless a change takes place. Racism is when one race believes that they are superior to another race, and because they believe that they are superior, they think and they believe that they have every right to look down on others that are not like them. So degrading and demeaning words and verbal grenades are thrown in your direction. Sometimes fists are thrown, guns are fired, bombs are planted, nooses are designed, and strange fruit has been found swinging. Folk with this type of mindset see themselves at a higher level of existence and they want you to know it, feel it, and fear it. But here's the reality of racism. It's really all about their fear. The fear that's perpetrated is one that's been instilled within the race card holder. Perhaps they fear the unknown. Maybe they fear being outnumbered by another as if they could become extinct or forgotten, and so they choose to do to others what they fear could happen to them. Then again, there are those who feed off of being able to beat over, stand over, and possess power over another, controlling one's very existence and ability to flourish and live. The reality of it all is that racism is about the combination of power plus prejudice. And it's much deeper than names being called and labels transfixed, but it spills over into the housing market, employment wages, incarceration, and the value of goods and services offered simply because of the zip code. We even have to challenge and ask ourselves if during those moments when we stand by the water cooler with our homies or we're hanging out at the happy hour or even during casual conversation when jokes about color and culture begin, what's the reason for it? What type of satisfaction do we receive from a chuckle at the expense of another's color of which they have no control, given that racism's purpose is to divide, conquer, hurt, degrade, and kill the culture? If we join in on the laughter, then why? What's so funny, really? Of course, today, it may not be as evident as the days of, of yesteryear when one ethnic group was confined to work on the railroad, work in the cotton fields, material sweatshops, or rode around on horses terrorizing folk while others marched in solidarity spewing words of hatred or even when service was denied at a local diner. The signs over water fountains or restrooms, the swastika symbols and the graffiti of characters with big noses may never be as noticeable as the thoughts that turn to words that may pass through lips, but instead you'll see the sneers. You'll see the disapproving sideway glances, the upward turn of the nose, the denial of a loan, the pass over for the promotion regardless of stellar credentials and consistent performances of excellence. Now, instead of using the cover of night, the person wearing the expensive suit while cheesing in your face 
offers you a dagger, a noose, a ticket on the train to a concentration camp, or starts building a wall to keep you out with a simple handshake or a pat on the back. When someone has these feelings and actions of hatred, what they're really saying is that they don't like what God created. They refuse to appreciate the beauty that God made in this huge spectrum of color. And though they can't take it out on the creator, they're going to take it out on his creation. So, okay, maybe you don't even believe in God and you're unable to see that all of mankind is, has been created in his image. Yet, what makes one think, believe, and feel is if they have the right to determine the worth of another simply by the color of their skin. How did melanin become so messy? Why does it matter so much? What happened to cause us to become so divided and stereotypical? When did various cultures become a curse or an abomination to one another? What's really the reason for it all? Whatever reason you choose as a tag for it, be it fear, ignorance, a generational handed down philosophy, the need to advocate for the purity of one's blood, the belief that my color condemns me, or whether or not it's about the self-denied hatred of one's own existence, as a society, a nation, a country, and a world, if we plan to do more than simply exist, but to live and thrive, we must learn to look beyond what we see in order to love and respect who we are, the human race. Anything else would be uncivilized. If I could talk to that girl from the, from the playground paradise today, I would tell her that I wish we could have been friends. I would share with her the beauty of my United Nations culture and I would ask her to do the same. I would tell her that our existence transcends color lines, prejudices, and that the race card only holds as much power as the fear associated with it. I would remind her that color isn't something that rubs off if you touch my skin. It won't infect or invade like a virus or a poison. On the real, it'll enhance your experiences of an abundant life. It's the poison from our jacked up spirits that's manifested through our actions and words that kills and destroys. I really wish we had been given the chance to know each other. And I would hope that her mother learned better and made the decision to live better. Finally, I would tell my once upon a time playground paradise playmate that who I was then, who I am now, and who I will be tomorrow was never defined nor was there ever the chance of my being destined based on what someone else thought because I was created in the mind of God, formed and shaped by his hand and purpose for greatness. And he just so happened to choose my palette from which my beautiful golden brown complexion has come forth for his glory. And so for me to shrink in silence, to try to change what he's created or cover who I am is an insult to him and a detriment to my people and my being, and that would truly be uncivilized. Hey, that's your dose for today. Our next dose will take this subject just a little bit deeper. I gotta tell you guys, this past weekend, I was hanging in LA and had a fabulous time. To my Riverside and Crenshaw sisters, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. I was also able to attend the 15th Annual Torch Awards sponsored by the Legacy Ladies. Shout out to my girl, Legacy Lady Amber and their fearless leader, Jackie Castillo. These Legacy Ladies honored Quentin Primo III, Andre Farr, Michael and Maddie McFadden Lawson, 
and I was able to meet the incredible Wendy Raquel Robinson, who was also honored. I then hung out with my LA crew at the Red Table Talk Emmy nomination skating party while I was rolling around the rink to the amazing one and only best in the world tunes from MC Life. I was honored to meet and be in the presence of Jada Pinkett Smith, Adrian Banfield Norris, AKA Gammy, Willow Smith, Trey Smith, and then to top it off, the hilariously funny Tiffany Haddish gave your girl a lesson on taking a selfie while we laugh, pose, and laugh some more. I was and continue to be so inspired by these women, and I'm still on an empowered high for my weekend. We had crazy fun. Hey, those family, I can't wait to hear from you. Send me your favorite quote from this dose or any of your questions to 407-986-0446. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the Deborah Houston YouTube channel, or the Dose of Deb Apple iTunes podcast. We'll talk again on Thursday, May 16th. In the meantime, spread a word about a Dose of Deb where it's all about revolutionizing the inner woman. Hey, have an amazing day. Make the most of this day. And remember that you have been blessed. Now be a blessing.